This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday the 1st of September. In your squeeze today, the legacy of Mikhail Gorbachev, talking jobs and skills, La Nina is a maybe, and the resurgence of Mills and Boone. This is your squeeze today. We're going to kick off the podcast this morning, Claire, with the context around the news of the death of Russian political figure Mikhail Gorbachev at 91 years of age. He was the final leader of the Soviet Union and a revered figure in the West. Global politics in the 1980s was his heyday. Yeah, it really was. And, you know, I was a kid during that time, so I certainly remember bits and pieces of it. So it was a bit of a walk down memory lane to really revisit this time. Uh, Mikhail Gorbachev was the guy that really dismantled the Iron Curtain that was the Soviet Union. Uh, It was a very secretive, it was a very closed off part of the world. And what Mikhail Gorbachev did uh, was bring in a couple of things in Russia. Uh, One was perestroika, which is a Russian word for economic and political reform. Uh, He made it much more representative. Uh, The other was glasnost, which was uh, bringing a more spirit of openness to the Soviet Union. And that included allowing people to publicly criticise the government, which was revolutionary in those days. Uh, So as far as the West was concerned, Mikhail Gorbachev was a bit of a legend, uh, but it really did bring about his downfall as the leader of the Soviet Union because it meant that the Soviet Union was no more. Yeah, he was a polarising figure in Russia up until his death, with many unable to forgive him for the impact of those reforms you referred to, Claire, that included a decline in living standards, a price many in Russia considered too high to pay for democracy. Yeah, and of course, those hardline Soviets really didn't want to let go of the past. So uh, there was a lot of pushback against Gorbachev. But again, looking at the tributes paid to him yesterday, uh, Ursula von der Leyen, who is the chief of the European Union, she said that what he did really led to a path to a free Europe. Um, The United Nations chief, Antonio Guterres, uh, said that he changed the course of history and that he was a tireless advocate for peace. Uh, And Joe Biden said that Gorbachev didn't just believe in glasnost and perestroika. uh, He really did forge a path forward uh, for the people of the Soviet Union after so many years of isolation and deprivation. As for Vladimir Putin, he expressed his deepest condolences. But in the past, he's referred to Gorbachev's reforms as the greatest geopolitical catastrophe of the 20th century. You mentioned peace a lot, Claire. Gorbachev actually received the Nobel Peace Prize in 1990. We previewed this next one on yesterday's podcast, Claire. National Cabinet have met. They've agreed to reduce the COVID isolation period from seven to five days. Yeah, that's if you have no symptoms at the end of those five days. Uh, And it also excludes workers in high-risk settings. So they're talking about people working in hospitals, in GP clinics, also in aged care. Uh, There were a couple of other things coming out of that meeting. Uh, One was that workers who don't have access to paid 
sick leave, uh, will still be able to get that disaster payment. And that's despite our Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, saying that it can't continue forever. Of course, he's in the process of doing the budget and he doesn't have a lot of cash to splash around. Yeah, that payment's due to end on September 30. It will be reduced from September 9, but conversations on whether it will be extended past that end September date are continuing. Also, you mentioned there were a couple of announcements, Claire. Anyone getting on a domestic flight from September 9 won't be required to wear a mask. Something else we've been talking about, and we've had a good look at it in our Squeeze Shortcut this week, Claire, is the Jobs and Skills Summit that the Prime Minister is hosting today. The invite list was 100 long. Like any good event, Claire, it's blown out a bit. I think around 142, 143 people. Maybe they're thinking some might not show up, so they've overcated. <laughs> oh, look, anyone who's organised a wedding or a big party knows that getting those table setting plans is a nightmare. Oh, so the worst. pity the person who's had to deal with that in <laughs> the last couple of days. Uh, But what they're sitting down to do, we're talking about heads of government, business leaders, union leaders, also experts in things like labour markets and education and training and migration, uh, is really how to confront some of the biggest issues our economy is facing uh, and start to nut out the reforms to make sure that Australia remains prosperous, to make sure that we have the right workers in the right jobs so that we can continue to grow. And Kate, I must say this squish shortcut that we've done that no doubt you're going to talk about, it's one of those ones that I've enjoyed, I think, the most in (laughs) recent times. It sounds like a really dry topic, but it's actually really interesting. Yeah, it sounds boring. It's not. (laughs) It's really interesting. And I think the thing for me that I took out of it that I sort of didn't realise was that this issue around our workforce shortage predates COVID. So dive into Squish Shortcuts to sort of get the context around all of this. Claire, one person that won't be attending this summit is opposition leader Peter Dutton. He was invited. He declined, saying the whole thing is a stunt. To Taiwan now, which don't forget China claims as its own territory, has been complaining about an increase in Chinese drones flying over it in recent weeks. Now it's fired warning shots at said drones, Claire. This is one of the scenarios that experts have been saying to be really aware of because, of course, as we went back a couple of weeks and talked about quite a bit in the podcast, that flashpoint of Nancy Pelosi, the US House Speaker, visiting Taiwan uh, saw an escalation from China and it could be something actually quite small that actually really sends things adrift. So uh, the fact that Taiwan has fired shots at China really has alarmed those experts. For China's part, their foreign ministry has dismissed the concerns. They said the drones were nothing to make a fuss about. That was the quote. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. 
Now, I reckon I heard you and Larissa tell us a few weeks ago that La Nina was coming back. Can you confirm or deny? I can't officially confirm. Uh, I'm not (laughs) still working for the Bureau of Meteorology, even though we do talk about them quite a bit. I'd like to be on a retainer, (laughs) I think. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) But they did put out a new official update about the climate and La Nina still hasn't been declared. So that really did catch Weather Watch's eye yesterday, including us here at the squiz uh, and that Absolutely. is absolutely <laughs> I thought it was a sure thing so this is this is good news. No. and look it's despite officials from many other countries so the United States Japan India they've all declared a La Nina system for this coming period of time uh, Aussies are really bracing for another wet summer uh, if you look at what's happened in the last few months it's certainly been very very wet and many are bracing for what that might mean in the coming months yeah the bomb is using language like we're on alert for big rain events, but as you say, La Nina yet to be declared. Mills and Boone, Claire, those classic cheesy romance novels. I haven't read one, but would I admit it if I had? <laughs> they live on via BookTok, which is a community on TikTok if the name didn't give it away. Look, um, BookTok sounds like a really interesting corner of TikTok. There are a group of people who are really diving into the Mills and Boone sort of era uh, and they are collectively sharing their love of good old-fashioned romance. Uh, For what it's worth, Kate, I reckon you would tell us if you'd read a Mills and Boone. You're daggy enough to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm daggy enough and I haven't read one. I probably should. What I take from this is while technology changes, Facebook, Insta, TikTok, whatever, whatever it might be. Claire, romance lives on no matter the platform. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Squeeze the day. Today is Wattle Day, National Wattle Day, far and away my favourite flower. Speaking of romance. Oh, nice one. I'll write that down. Yeah. yeah. Natives are my, my thing. For me, um, new fire danger rating systems are coming out today. Uh, of course, <laughs> in re- well, this is a serious one. In the recent past, we've talked a lot particularly in bushfire seasons, uh, of people across state borders not knowing what severe means when you go from one to the other. And it's actually led to some really difficult situations. So uh, it's now a national system and there's only four levels, so a lot less to try and remember. There you go. That is one out of left field. I was not expecting that. (laughs) Thank you for getting us across that. That's all from us. Have a great Thursday. As I said, don't forget that Squeeze at Shortcuts is out today, all about jobs and skills. Larissa, will be back on the podcast for her final podcast, Claire, tomorrow. How about it? I'm getting the tissues out. I know. It's a sad day, but for a good reason. She's off to have a baby. She'll tell you all about it tomorrow, I'm sure. Until then. <laughs>